Welcome to Drunk on Social, the symposium, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. Does all this social media knowledge, strategies, and skills from this podcast really matter if you don't use video? The truth is any presence is better than no presence, but without video, you're really limiting your growth. It's no secret that video is the future of all media. It's where all consumers gravitate, so executing at a higher level than your industry peers is an absolute necessity to create differentiation. You can hire a full-time videographer, but is that really sustainable? The answer is no for many, which is why it is critical that you adopt and learn video skills to allow you to create video that will stand out. Having camera presence, knowing what equipment to use and how to use it, proper lighting, video editing, music and voiceovers, scripting, and many other topics are the reason why Business Video School was created. To teach you how to develop these skills quickly and easily with over-the-top support along the way so that you never feel lost. The Business Video School is a comprehensive video education platform that delivers all of this training, but also creates actual video recipes with instructions and scripts for you to execute relevant content weekly with all of the skills you learn. And it doesn't stop there. Regular video challenges, weekly Q&As, a real estate video roadmap, a community of people learning and experimenting with video, and so much more. Seriously, what are you waiting for? Why wouldn't you join the Business Video School today? Go to www.bizvideoschool.com forward slash open dash house and register for the next open house where you'll, you'll learn more and get a chance to hear from current students and even ask them questions. That's bizvideoschool.com. Check it out. Kristen, we're back for another episode of The Symposium, brought to you by the Drunk on Social Facebook group. Dude, <laughs> what is that? It's your mustache. It's it. It's, giving you, it's giving you secret powers. If you're not watching this, you should go over to YouTube and check it out, because by the time that this is aired, my mustache will probably be gone. Uh, because my wife will have officially kicked me out of the house, or if I want to stay, I've got to shave it. So just so you know, this is episode 40, Tristan. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk about one topic on episode 40. And that topic is NFTs. NFTs, you've probably heard of them before. And I think it's, you know, I don't know how necessarily how it completely relates to social. It does, obviously, because that's why we're talking about it. Uh, but I think it's something that for those of you that subscribe to this podcast, that you listen to us, we want to keep you cutting edge. We want to keep you out ahead. And this is something that you should be paying attention to and trying to get a grasp on. And you're in luck because Tristan is an expert and owns thousands of NFTs. So he's going to tell us all about it. Well, I mean, I did just read an article today, so I think I'm prepared. <laughs> it's my first article on NFTs. It's really good. You are the first one ever to talk about non-fungible, uh, you know, or figuring all that out. We did talk about that in a previous episode. And so I yeah, think today we we're just, let's go deeper on what an NFT is. So since you're the expert, why don't you tell us what it stands for? Yeah, it's non-fungible tokens, right? So, and that's N as in Nancy, uh, 
F as in Frank. F as in Frank and T as in turtle, like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. And if you bought a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle NFT, I hope that it's gone up in value. So in essence, Jeff, let me explain it to you so that you understand, and then I'll explain to you how it works on the on the value side of it. So an NFT is simply you remember, dude, you and I grew up in Nintendo world, right? I was playing Mario. You were playing Mario. Tech mobile. And yeah, all that great stuff. And then imagine now fast forward to where we live now, where you and I would go into a Minecraft game and let's say we wanted to purchase a a shirt or, or something that Minecraft is selling inside of its its virtual world, like a, a pickaxe or a hat or something. And then we pay virtual money for it. Well, and then all of a sudden, it, but that virtual money is tied to real money, like our credit card, right? So like we buy it for our kids and now they can play with it in the game, right? So far, so good. First thing I want to correct, I think you, what did you say, NFT? Did you say token? Non-fungible token. Non-fungible token. I didn't, I don't know. Maybe I misheard you, but yeah, that, that just want to correct that if, I, if you said it wrong. I don't remember. Okay, go on. I mean, yes. I might have said non-fungible TikToks, but I'm not sure. That might be true. That might be true. <laughs> might be true. We can just rewind and check. Uh, so, so now what's happened is that- so wait, you, so wait, are you buying these with cryptocurrency? Yes, which I'll get to right after. Sorry. Okay. But what you can do now is let's say you decided to you see your amazing cheese hat that you have on, on your head. Let's say somebody decided to create this cool cheese virtual picture that they drew like a graphic, and then they'd put it up on the website, like called OpenSea. That's, that's one of the websites that sells. It's the largest NFT uh, website. You can go and purchase stuff. So now you put this cheese picture and you put all these varieties of the same cheese picture on there or different, slightly different. And then people are, you know, I love this cheese picture. I'm going to buy it and own it virtually like a Picasso. And now you have all these people buying this one cheese picture. Now you can put a limit as to how many cheese pictures you want to sell of the same one, Jeff, or you can just have one. Like there is only going to be one of this cheese and that's it. Now I've seen both. Now the thing is people are buying it in hopes that it'll go up in value because the more people like certain things, right? Like just like a regular world that we live in where people like shit and it goes up in value. Well, it's the same thing. Now the only difference is that you can only buy this stuff with Ethereum and it's tied to a blockchain. Now it doesn't mean you can't use any other crypto on it, but right now the majority of the ones we've seen out there are tied to Ethereum. And that means you have to own Ethereum to be able to buy any of these, right? So that's where you would go into Coinbase and be like, hey, I wanna pick up some, I wanna pick up $1,000 worth of Ethereum. And, and just for one Ethereum, I think this morning it was like 3,800. Let me check right now. I just went to go look actually. It's at uh, 3,931 at this exact right. moment. Perfect. So it went up a little bit. It was down this morning when I was checking, but. So then you would just buy however much Ethereum and then use it to purchase whatever NFTs. Now we've purchased a few of them. You can go to like OpenSea. OpenSea is the most popular one, but we've also taken a look at some other ones like Gary V's got his own V Friends, right? That one's tied directly to an actual 
a tangible product versus just a virtual, which I thought was very smart of him to do. Tangible in the sense that like his physical art that he's, that he's drawing? Well, not that. The little cute little weird pictures that he draws, like the kindness panda. I think it's the kindness panda. Let's just say you bought a, the kindness panda, the virtual picture of that. And let's say he only sold 20 of them, right? Those are tied to saying, hey, well, now that you bought this virtual panda, that includes five one-on-ones with me for in the next five years. Or it includes like, now you have a free ticket to come to my live event once every year for the next three years, whatever it included, right? And so that's the cool part about that whole NFT product that he brought up. But mostly like if you go to Viva, V-E-V-E, where now that one's picking up steam because they have a lot of the mainstream names like Marvel, Star Wars, Simpsons. You can pick up, let's say Iron Man, and they're selling like 20 or 30 of them. And it costs you like $300 worth of whatever that is. Did I, it's the patient panda. Damn it. I got mm-hmm. it wrong. There you go. So patient panda, whatever it was at the time. But when he released them all, they, they were tied to some tangible product that you could participate in, feel, right? Something like that, where nobody else had done that before him. Well, let me, so let me ask you a question. So just a very basic question, which is, okay, this is virtual art. Uh, it's digital, right? So why is it not copyable? Like, how is that not, you know, help me wrap my head around that for someone who doesn't understand that concept of something just being, you can just copy it. Yeah, you definitely could in a normal world. But the thing is, it's tied to blockchain. And when it's tied to something like blockchain, they can see what it originated from and how many times it's traded hands if it was sold. So they know who originated it and which one the original one is. That's the key part to this, right? So it's like, if you sold me one hat, right? That's the only hat in existence because that's the tangible product. There's no way of doing that virtually unless you bring in blockchain. So blockchain is what creates the differentiation, what and creates the exclusivity it. essentially. Yeah, and that's why they had to. That's why they had to attach some type of a cryptocurrency to it. In this case, they should attach Ethereum. Did you ever read the article? There was an article about that somebody was trying to explain this, and they used the analogy of a child in a classroom drawing a picture and then passing the picture around the room, um, and then somebody somebody tried to duplicate it. But the reason why he knew it was duplicated was because he had a certain number on it or something like. It. You ever you ever read that? If you did, you, if you didn't know what I was talking about, I have I haven't read it, but I okay. can see what what you're saying because it's easy to trace on the back end. Dude, instant, you can tell if it's a fake or not. That's the cool thing about blockchain. It'll tell you who's owned it, how many times it's been traded hands, and to who. So if if it leaves it open to but, see who. But so you're not, and here's so here's the thing that I have a hard time wrapping my head around. You say art, I think, hang on my wall. I think, right. I think uh, maybe a picture on my phone. I think, well, if it's artwork, what do we do with it? We display it, but this is not like that. Well, it's, it's getting there because we're looking into, we're looking into the slight future. So you have everybody that's adopting it right now are those early adopters who see a different world coming, right? Where you're, you're talking about the metaverse 
And, and unfortunately, that word is being thrown out so easily right now where you're seeing, yeah, I'm selling this crap in the metaverse. I'm like, okay, whatever, you're not. Look, the, the metaverse that we're going to see in the future, it's not even close to being around, right? We've see, we see glimpses of it here and there. And the, the full, full metaverse is going to be one that's immersive, Jeff, where that now where you purchased your NFTs or whatever you purchased, let's say instead of a, just of a picture of an NFT, you purchased a full-on NFT that you can be immersed in, like an actual house, building, virtual building. And you put, you put that into the metaverse, now you live in it. And inside of that house, you have all of your cool NFTs hanging on the walls. And those are originals by, let's say, Jeff Bitzer, right? And now because Jeff Bitzer took off in the, in the metaverse, now those are worth like a million each. And he's not going to replicate them because he only made five of them, right? Now you all, you're all of a sudden talking about like a Picasso, which is nuts, right? It just sounds so hokey. It does, man. Look, I'm not saying it's something that's going to catch on and, and take off, but this is where the world is right now. No, and I it's like I don't, it's like Clubhouse. I, Everyone well, was like hot on Clubhouse, and then it kind of just it found its niche. It didn't die out, but it found its niche. I th- well, yeah, and I would equate it to TikTok as another example of something that everybody looked at and said that's stupid, that's childish, blah blah blah. Now here they are, and everyone's adopting. Um, I tend to put my money on certain people, and there's a person named Gary Vaynerchuk that some of you may or may not know. Uh, and he's putting his money. He's all in on NFTs. And so to me, that yep. just tells me I need to be paying attention because the guy's almost never wrong with what he's predicted. And so I, I, I think, and here, so here's my next question is, and this is where I'm at. And this is, this is part of the reason I'm asking this question is, is it important in your opinion for people to understand this stuff? You know, and, and, and if it is, why is it is it is it because of the investment perspective of it like is it like the new stock market or does this actually have relevance into our lives in some form or fashion Explain no that to me. i think i think it's important for us to pay attention where the world is heading online because as the world shifts around us it's heading more into a virtual world and you and i have talked about this in previous episodes where we talk about ready player one right and if you want to fully understand where our world is heading to, you know, 15, 20, 30 years from now, take a look at Ready Player One, watch the movie, and then you'll understand what NFTs, even though they don't bring up NFTs, you'll understand the concept of an NFT. And you'll understand the world that that's talking about. Man, you know what? I think this is scratching the surface as to how virtual property is going to be sold in the future. Because it's, it's NFT is just, right now they're just like graphics and logos. You can't live in them virtually you can't you can only place them somewhere in a virtual world that's not even connected but as soon as that world comes to play where you have it all interconnected like one internet and now all of a sudden you're talking about jeff you want you want this great section you want this cool instead of a domain name you want this thing over here and you can live in it virtually and you can hang your nfts in there right See, it's a stepping stone in the direction where we're heading. So I would suggest everybody go and visit OpenSea and take a look at the other website called Viva, 
V-E-V-E, and just get start understanding the world that they're in. It's probably easier to jump into Viva because a lot of companies like Disney are throwing out NFTs through them, so it's easier. OpenSea is the biggest, so you can take a look at OpenSea if you want to try to get understand what this is. But dude, it's pretty. It's a pretty easy concept in this. You're buying a picture that lives in the virtual world with cryptocurrency, and you hold it in your computer in the cloud that's attached to blockchain. Which that's is it. which is which is probably you know a digression to say if you don't understand cryptocurrency, you probably should do a little reading on that. You know, I th I think the moral of the story, and and correct me if if I'm wrong here, is is you know, if you're not familiar with this stuff and you're interested in kind of staying out ahead and and at least being along on, you know, the, 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 the front train, the train that's leading the charge, then you should start doing some reading on this stuff. I would argue that you already are. If you're listening to this podcast, if you find interest in this podcast, then clearly you're already interested in that. And so I was actually over here, Tristan, I've got a new whiteboard uh, that I put up in my office. Ooh, is it like my ladder that leads to nowhere? Yeah, except it's on wheels, but there's a heater and <laughs> I'm about ready to burn my house down. So, uh, but that way I can write notes for myself and actually more importantly, Ooh. have a list of the videos that I need to create. And that way they're in my face all the time and I can't forget about them like I do Smart on post-it notes. Dude. Yeah, but um, yeah, I love that. So uh, recap that for me. So Ready Player One is a movie that you could watch that I guess helps you understand the virtual world, correct? Yeah, it's a, it's a book. And then there's also a book ready player two so if you want if you're a reader it's a fictional book it's a fun book you can pick it up or you can watch the movie it's a, like a two-hour movie very very well done and that'll explain to you where our world on the on the virtual side is heading into right that's the future of where we're heading to which is kind of cool to see dude because nfts is just a stepping stone as to what's really happening next. That's why people just need to pay attention to it. I would even go on OpenSea and check it out and see if you could buy anything. Well, that's what I was going to ask no. you. So, so you mentioned OpenSea. Uh, so give, give us those websites one more time and one brief description of what each thing is. Yeah, OpenSea is the largest NFT market in the world. So you can just go buy an NFT, check them all out. If you, if you have anything for sale, you can register to sell it there. Or you can go to Viva, V-E-V-E. -V -E, and let me go on right now to see what's on there. You pronounced it Viva, but it's V-E-V-E? -E? Yeah, you know what? It's my it's my Spanish. It's just Viva, V-E-V-E. -E. Okay. All right. Us, okay, so us white, uh, white Anglo-Saxon Americans. I was going to say Vive, but, you know, it's, it's Viva. It. And when you go on there, you can see they've got Marvel. They've got... Geez, they have a DC, Star Trek, Ghostbusters, Adventure Time. They have all the mainstream TV movie shows that we were used to seeing. And then they sell like little NFTs of those characters and you can go and buy them. It's an app. It's it's one that where we've we've been looking at for a little while. They've done such a great job in launching it that it's pretty good, man. I like I like both. That's where I would start. It's the easiest place seems like the the safer of all the options and then obviously if you're jumping into here you're probably going to have to try to understand what it, what crypto is and since everything is traded through typically ethereum you're going to have to understand that so which and, is at 3900 
is which is interesting. You mentioned that Disney is playing in this in this world. So I mean, I imagine there's some big corporations that are also, and I've read about some of them that are. Which again, it, that that's kind of that take notice, you know, those take notice moments. Like, hey, take notice, because you know the, the, these companies aren't spending time and resources in these things if they don't think that's the future of of where our world's going. Yeah, well, I think they they're learning, man. They know that they've they've been behind on a few things in the past. So they don't want to be behind, let's say, on another TikTok, right? That's it. So I think just it's just important to pay attention and play with it so you understand it. I love it. And there is a really cool graphic that uh, we will share when we share this podcast. We'll share a link to it. Might even put a separate post to it. Uh, As always, if you want access to that stuff, all of it is always posted on the Drunk on Social Facebook group and many times multi-purposed Instagram and YouTube and TikTok and all of those places. So go check them out. We've also started just in a series of videos where I will be recording basically a quick summary of a lot of the things we talk about. So uh, if, for example, I'll do a you know, one and a half minute video, uh, the summarizing this. So depending on how you like to consume content and stuff, man, we've got like 10 million options for you. So go find yours and, and, and embrace it. Dude, I love that. Well, I guess uh, I've got some homework to do and uh, I'll come back to you next week on episode 41. And we'll talk about something much simpler. How about that? Let's do it. Thanks for listening to Drunk on Social, the symposium. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated.